welcome to the God is a Geek podcast number, it's 400 and something, does it, does it matter? Does it matter what number it is? You're here every week to join myself, Adam Cook, and of course, Chris Hyde. Hello, Chris. Hello, mate. How are you? I'm all right, mate. What number is it? Come on, you tell it. You do it for one. Four, episode 478, but not really 478, because there's like... 478. No, that's good to hear. And with us also this week is Mick Fraser. Hello, Mick. Hello. How are you? I was going to ask you a question, but I don't have a question now, because Chris has answered it. What number of podcast is it? We know. We're here. We're here to do. We're here to do a podcast. Um, mm-hmm. It's just sadly, there's nothing to talk about. Um, no, no games this week. No yeah. games. It's a bit disappointing, really. Um, it's been shit. The ones there are are small and bad. Yeah. As well, that's the other annoying thing. Which yeah. seems yeah. as good a time as any to start talking about them. Yeah. <laughs> shall, shall we start with the elephant in the room? The El- Elden fun. You were trying to. Yeah. Uh, no, I would never. I would never do that. Me and Chris I, had the same. Uh, despicable. Um, Elden How do we Ring. This. I mean, yeah, Elden I mean Ring. at the time we're recording this, the review, the review is up, the embargo is up. Um, the game is not technically out when we're recording this, but by the time you hear it, it probably will be. Uh, Mick, give it the old big old chin out of chin. Um, <laughs> I mean, I did give it a ten out of ten. You know, I haven't played as much as, as you. I don't know if anyone has, to be honest with you. I'm not sure where the game ends and you begin anymore, but um, <laughs> where do we want to start? I mean, Elden Ring, it's it's one of those where I, ke- I feel like people kept saying things like, you can finally say it, it's out this week. You can mm. finally say it, it's out in a couple of days. You can finally say it, it's been reviewed, it exists. It's a real thing that we can tangibly talk about and it exists. And um, it's, it's all right, apparently. <laughs> yeah, well, it's got that... It's had that weird, <clears throat> you know, when you when you when a game's been hyped for so long and it's been sort of in the, it's been in your mind for so long. It, it happens with some games, and this is one of those where it was just mm-hmm. like when I finally got or when we finally received the review code, it was like it was one of those things where I was like, "Am I going to get hit by a car leaving work? Am I not? <laughs> what's going <laughs> to what's going to stop me from playing this game? Something's going to stop me from." So yeah, it was kind of, and I and I, I admit to um, a small amount of pre-review hype. I was a little bit hyped for it. I was, I thought this is probably going to be okay. You know, it's 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 from software. They're a middle middling developer. They're, you know, they're <laughs> they've done a few games, one trick ponies, whatever. So you know, yeah. we'll give it a crack, see what it's like. But no, no. Yeah, jokes aside, it's it's fucking brilliant. We know it do, is. I mean, people have seen the scores. I've seen the reviews by now, and do we hopefully want to address, they've seen our review. Do we want to address the obvious thing that's sort of? I mean, I don't I don't do social media, but I'm guessing there's plenty on it. Hmm. Do we want to address that thing that people are talking about, or do we want to just talk about the game? What do you, you guys decide? I mean, nah. I, I, I guess nah, I, I mean, we're talking I, about I, how big it is, but I mean, are we, just, I, I, are we talking difficulty? Is that what? No, you're... no. I was going to. No, I was talking about in terms of access. Like, I, I feel like yeah. I suppose if I'm uh, the person yeah. in charge of the site, as it were, then I can just probably say a bit, and then we can underline it, and we can move and talk about the game. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Was it? Was it early enough? No. Definitely. No, not. it wasn't early enough. No. Let's be honest. When, when I previewed that. it, now when I previewed it is when for a game of this size, when yeah. I would have expected to have code, and that's not based on any kind of like arrogance or anything like that. That's mm. when you're getting code at the moment for other kinds of games, and we'll no say yeah. no more about that because otherwise we'll be breaking embargoes. Um, I mean, it's well known at this point. People are allowed to tweet that they are playing Gran Turismo Seven. Mm. Why on earth are you allowed more time with that game than Elden Ring? Uh, mm. I don't, I don't, I don't think it was a, a, a good move. I'm not entirely sure 
why it happened after over a decade in the industry. Um, like I say, when I previewed it, I was kind of almost expecting where the review code will be probably a day or two after because uh, but it wasn't. And it is the responsibility of the person in charge to decide how much of the game someone plays. But at the same time, the way we work is that Mick and everyone on this team is completely trusted. And if Mick says he's reviewed the game, he's reviewed the game. And that's all there is to it. It's... Hmm. I mean, I've played it too, not as much as you, but it's it's a it is a ten out of ten. It's a magnificent mm. game. It is even if you, even if you like, because I'm one of those. Like I'm one of those that I feel certain developers like FromSoft, like Platinum Games, sometimes get a bit of an easy ride. Mm. But really, what this, mm. I don't know that this is. It's the wrong context to talk about this, but you know when a band puts like your favorite band puts out a greatest hits album, it, it, it kind of isn't that because often when you play the greatest hits album you've kind of you've heard everything and you're there for the mm. two new songs that they've released you know that they've put two new songs on to make it worth buying by the super fans uh, for the other people who are going to stick it in their cd player in their car but it does feel to me like a kind of greatest hits because it's everything they've ever done in that <clears throat> genre yeah am- amalgamated with some new stuff yeah. right yeah i mean it's absolutely a culmination like it really is and, and you say that like a lot of things when there's been a big developer like this yeah that have done you know a lot of things for a lot of time you know and then you play it and you go it's a culmination of everything they've done and it, and sometimes it becomes a bit of a throwaway line because all it means is they've used established formula you, you, you've played this before almost yeah that, that's what i'm trying to avoid saying and i do i do think that to a certain extent like i know like for me and you talking um obviously you played you know the the closed network test you played the preview um beforehand so you'd seen quite a lot of that opening area and i know that you had slightly different feelings about perhaps the structure of the game versus like the the overworld versus say the legacy dungeons for example where yeah 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 go on go on um, and i do find i do think like if you take it's weird because if you take the legacy dungeons if you took the legacy dungeons out of elden ring Right. Let's just talk about the first two, which we were allowed to talk about before embargo, which was Stormvale Castle and the Academy of Roller Carrier. They are Dark Souls levels. That's what they are. Yes, Dark they Souls. are. If you, the, if you took to, the legacy to down dungeons, to the lifts, down to the yeah. lifts, the shortcuts, yeah. they are yeah. Dark Souls. So, like you could almost say that is Dark Souls Four. It that, is. Yeah. That, if, if you follow that, if you literally took out the legacy dungeons, put mm. a little pathway or maybe a little branching thing in between them all. That would be a Dark Souls game. It's Dark Souls 4. So what they've really done is they've probably taken what the idea, the original concept of Dark Souls 4, whatever they might have been planning or whatever, and they've gone, but what? What? how do we build this overworld around it? And I think that there's an argument about whether that works 100% or not, because... The overworld is so massive, and it's and it really is massive. Like yeah, I know, it's that, you know, it's and it just crazy. Keeps getting big. bigger, uh, yeah, you, you, and it just keeps getting bigger, and it's bigger than you you even expected to be. Even yeah, when, like, when you think you've got, when you think, right, I've got the measure of this, you haven't. It's getting to get yeah. bigger, and then you you get another you, you walk it like a bit that you think that's just ocean up there, and then you you sort of go there, and all of a sudden it's it's not. It's another great big like continent. So like it, it is massive. It is huge, and. I think from what I from what I've seen because I haven't I haven't finished it then killed the last boss. I, I, I doubt anyone has if I'm completely yeah. honest with you I, I'll admit I have not I have not seen the final boss and beaten the final boss but I mean I've lost track I don't know how many hours I've put into it and everything I've seen about this game is 
it flows so well and you can you can do the entire game around those legacy dungeons if you want like so you have they like they're almost like the story is in the legacy dungeons yeah yeah absolutely and then and then there's 40 50 60 70 hours of game around those dungeons right so like you can do like you have to do the first one i think you have to do that one because that's how you open up the rest of the map yeah it's like it, it keeps going but before you do that one you can go off and you can explore the map the other way you can go and see all that all that world that's on the other side or and then as soon as you've done that that one it opens up sort of the north of the map and the northwest and and all these continents just keep clicking into place and i've done i must have done maybe an, a dozen hours a dozen to 15 hours between every legacy dungeon easily just exploring and leveling up and and sometimes it was because getting through the legacy dungeon is one thing and then beating the boss at the end of it is something completely different like but because of how they're structured they have teleporters in between they have these little sites of grace in between inside the dungeon so it's not like oh i'm entering the legacy dungeon now i'm stuck there till it's done it's i can leave when i want mm. i can go off and do other things yeah. so this this it's a tremendous and it and i think there's more to it than there's more to it than the bosses there's more to it than see it's, it's, this is the it's some a of the bosses thing. are barely bosses like i did one today um where it it the dungeon was harder than the boss like the dungeon was full of skeletons um and mm. like it because of the way they spawn they kind of it's dark in there and you you know I, i'm the one who likes to have my sword up at most uh, sorry shield up most of the time mm. um in the darker areas rather than a torch because if you're holding a torch up by holding you know l1 down or something you're unprotected from an attack and so so they sort of they spawn when you get near them, so you you might think you've cleared a room, and then on the way back, I was kiting like there's a there's a bit where four or five of them come at you at once. So I thought, right, I'm going to kite them down this corridor, hmm. switch to magic, slice them through. The, you know, no problem, done. Um, but I've obviously missed a few on the way down because then they started spawning <laughs> behind me where I'd obviously hadn't tucked into the corners. Um, and then when I got to the boss, I just used to summon for the wolves that everyone's seen hmm. at this point, I think. Um, and like I, it was just not. It was barely a challenge. It was it was barely it, it, it hit harder than like a soldier wandering around, but mm. it it I it was, it was inconsequential. But I I think there is, and it's the smallest of issues. It's the smallest of smallest of smallest issues. The thing is, I think they know that. Yeah, and that maybe. means those bosses drop like <clears throat> the souls will be like sorry souls runes will be like two thousand <laughs> maybe one thousand yeah, five hundred. They do give you. T- You're not leveling up from killing some no. of these side bosses. And but what you do get in those places yes. is nearly is nearly every one of them will drop Something. a weapon or well, a I got, spell. This was this was a new summon. Or a talisman. It was a, yeah. it was actually a named summon, like a guy. Yeah. I, I can't yeah, I summon him. I haven't one. got yeah, enough yeah. magic. We were talking about it off off podcast, but um, it's a big guy with a shield and a spear. Yes, is the one yeah. I think who, you're who, who about. I can already think of a great use for. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I don't know. I I love that breath of the wild part of the game and i'm mm. not i'm not i don't say that lightly i don't call it that lightly but i love that element of it i do think it's 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 absolutely magic when you when you are just i mean what's the word roaming free roaming yeah it's magic I when mean, you're free roaming it, it's like i'd said in the review and i mean so usually usually when you play when you're trying to do a souls game yep in particular or a souls like 
like the proof of the pudding usually is is I find is the bosses. Like the mm. way the worlds connect, uh, no one does it like from. I don't believe anyone does it like from software. But you know, developers like Deck Thirteen who did the Surge, um, you know, they they did a good job with the Surge and the Surge Two in terms of how the world was laid out. They had that same kind of open a shortcut here. You know, it's and it's kind of copying the homework, but they did a decent enough job. But this, like, Elden Ring is is more than those bosses. It's more than the legacy dungeons. Like, it's not as in, it's not as important that you follow the story if you don't want to. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can go and do all these wonderful things, and there's we, only we, probably we should, we should talk about that, right? Because there is one other thing that we should we should mm. actually. It's probably almost more important than the oh, how long did you get to review it? Um, mm. The 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 George R R Martin ness. Yeah, I I don't think like if if you hadn't if they hadn't made a big deal about that you'd have no you wouldn't idea. Know. Not clue. you wouldn't know. It just the story. Yeah. There's I think the story is less nonsensical mm. possibly than usual. I mean that's it's... not exactly. Faint, it's damning the faint praise, isn't it? Yeah, but like it's got I do, a better but... framework. The story has a stronger, I think, framework rather than a particularly a clear, strong narrative. There's a clear thing, yeah, that you, you know are you... setting out to do. Yeah, and it's it is Dark Souls, you know, adjacent in that respect in the story. Like that's the only. I, I mean, I don't beats. come to these games for story. I'll be completely no. honest with you. I think they're they're fun in that respect. There is some in cool shit that people discover, but. Uh, I wouldn't. I wonder what they would do if they just they went really heavy on a story game. I wonder what that would be. I don't think we'll ever find out. No, I don't. But this is what I was thinking, and and we said earlier on, you know, like um, because I think it was Sekiro, but that was bullshit as well, wasn't it? The story. (laughs) But I mean, a lot of people aren't necessarily George R R Martin fans. They're Game of Thrones fans. So when you say George R R Martin, you assume that you're going to get this political intrigue and all this. Oh, I, and I suspect is... there's a lot of people you could say, "Do you like George R R Martin?" and they just look at you blankly, and then you go, "Do you like yeah. Game of Thrones?" and they go, "Oh yeah, that was a great yeah. TV show." Yeah. Exactly. Um, so so it, it's the Witcher thing almost, isn't it? Yeah. And I mean, he's done. You know, there is. If you look at the backstory of it, and I'm sure the Law Masters is that you know on YouTube they'll oh, break within it a month or two over. it will be. You know, yeah. but mm. at, at this point, if you look at the actual backstory, you know. You've got a dynasty of demigods. It's all backstabbing. They all went to war. It's basically Thronesy, right? It's yeah, basically yeah. George R. R. Martin doing what he knows. But it feels like kind of they got George R. R. Martin in a meeting and Hidetaka Miyazaki said, here's yeah. some notes, <laughs> right? Just Game of Thrones that up a little bit. It's for the backstory. Yeah. Because... Like the actual story beats are pure Dark Souls. You've got a risen warrior, which you always are. You know, you've got a, a basically. It wasn't an age of fire; it was the age of the Erd Tree. You know, you've got the, the they demigods instead of bosses. It's I, I will say, of I, I, I sometimes you wonder. You almost second guess yourself. I will say, I I felt or feel some of the sort of, I feel that the side missions, if you will, mm-hmm. that involve characters, feel more modern like i was i think i think i think you have done it since but i remember that because you a lot of the time you were mainlining and i was off mm. dicking around um which has backfired massively on me <laughs> um but i i went sort of south while you were going north and i found that sort of quest involving the girl who says can you and i'm gonna be vague because the game's not even out yet but like you know the way you oh can you go and get my dad from the castle you know he, he's being brave blah blah and and i ended up doing all that 
and there's consequences of that story. And it did actually. That this game does enough in the kind of in its world building for me that I actually wondered if there was a way that story could be have a different outcome. Mm. Like I actually wondered if I did this better or different, would things have been the outcome being different? And I do think he's still going to come back at some point because his his quest literally talks about he wants to avenge someone. And mm. like I wonder, is this is this going to come back? And and there's of course the story with the the guy who the other guy whose castle you go and get. And I went, I you said you know you should, you should do that, and I went and did it. And it's like, and what did you say? Like he's just a, he's full of bullshit. But like again, he's I don't full think of his, shit, yeah. his quest's not over though for me in the game. No, it's no, not because uh, he he'll turn up somewhere. Yeah, he's going to come back. And, and like there's there's a there's a young girl who you find on early on. On the way up to Stormvale Castle, and I've she she told me to do something, and there's and there's a guy at the store, the hold who tells me if you find my does he call her a servant or is is yeah see I yeah. found her I've, see, I've, I haven't I've, that's that I story haven't. and it's and it and there is more to it and then yes. you get another sort of side quest and what it's really good as well what it does with those side quests is it's not like in a normal I say normal game. It's not like in the, your usual open world, like a Ubisoft open world, where they go, uh, go liberate this, and it goes on the map, and it's there, and you just put a marker on it, and you ride to it. No. This guy, you find this guy's servant, and then you speak to him again, and he says, right, now I need you to go to this fort, which is somewhere up north. And it's mm. like, I don't know where the fuck that is. But you'll, you eventually, you'll find it, and then you'll do something in there, and you'll go, oh, that was for him. And then you'll go back and do the next bit of his. And it's got that really, really clever from soft, organic sort of um what's the word i don't want to say narrative it's not narrative but that that kind of organic the way it opens up like say you've got the overworld map and from software games don't usually have a map i know but within the legacy dungeons you don't it's a back to it's back to dark souls you know you, you don't have a map you've got to find the shortcuts and you've got to plan it and it's as intuitive as it is i, I found stormvale castle was a little bit of a, of a labyrinth but um i also think that's where the game um ramps up a little bit i think that's yeah the, game oh, the difficulty go, goes yeah like it really go i i i, I went weird. back to that that area that you did down south mm. right i went back to that oh, i must have been a cake ma- many many hours after we'd spoken yeah. about it i'd done several of the legacy dungeons by the time i went back i mean my guy was a, was a fucking tank mm. for that area and i was i mean i was one or two shot in the bosses like it yeah. was it was yeah, that yeah. easy i had that 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 skill um there's a skill that you can put on two-handed bladed weapons which is called blood rush which takes away a bit of your health but deals massive damage to the enemy and i was pairing that with something that was giving me health back when i when i scored a critical hit so when I was doing, when I was hitting them with that, it was giving me back, you know, two thirds of the health it was taking. I, I, I've so, used that, and I've taken off half a health bar of a boss yeah, with that. Not, not, became, not a main boss, like a side no, boss. No, no. Well, yeah, that's the, that's an important point to make, actually. So the yes. legacy bosses are basically standard Dark Souls bosses, which are going to fuck you up. I, I'd argue they're some of their best. Yeah, they actually. I, I, well, I really, really liked. I really like Margaret, even though he really. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think they remind me of the best bosses in kind of Bloodborne and and some of the Dark Souls three bosses, where they were these big flailing, you mm. know, furry monsters. Like they, that, I feel like they. Well, the design is fantastic. Yeah, it is. In this we, game. And I mean, got, the, we've got a question, Mick. Sorry, I don't, don't oh, mean to interrupt on. you, but we've got a question in the in the live chat because uh, we do mm-hmm. this this live. Um, Phil Tindall says, "How are the classes in Elden Ring? Is it better to go out uh, all out with melee or ranged combat or sorcery faith builds, or is there more flexibility to go hybrid?" Dark Souls prior had areas which favoured one class over mm. the other. 
Okay, so that's a, yeah. that's pretty. So right, you've got so there's ten classes. Uh, you've got four what I would call pure classes, mm-hmm. where you've got like uh, let me remember. So you've got the knight who's pretty much pure melee, melee. Malay. I always get told off for pronouncing that wrong. I was going to say got... you've been you've been reading the comments because I saw that comment and you. I knew, I didn't... Ever since I've been yeah, I've been, tri- been correct, tri- autocorrect. So so we do read the comments, but so then you've got um, the astrologer, which is should subscribe. Yeah. We're really nice. We are nice. The, the astrologer is let's just piss us off. The astrologer is a sorcerer. Then you've got the prophet, I think, which is the faith, which is for miracles, the healer, or whatever you want to do. I use mine as a pyromancer. And then you've got the. I'd say for the ranged, the probably the bandit might be the prime one for dexterity, but but then the other six classes are your hybrids or your special ones. So like you've got the wretch, which is the standard one where he starts at a lower level than all the other classes, mm-hmm. and then but it's easier to level up initially. Wearing a boob tube, yeah, but you start with fuck all, but uh, you know your yeah. loincloth. And I, then I you've was got... wondering about that class. Hmm. I w- I think I I think I would have ra- I think I should have started there. I would advise anybody to because it does. They start good... at a lower level as well, don't they? If I they recall, start, yeah, yeah, they, they start do. ten levels or eight, well, eight or nine levels below the other. But classes. it gives you more adapt- adaptation opportunity. It, Whereas I, I, at the moment, feel a little bit locked into. I've sort of I've tried to. I always go sword and board, but hmm. I've tried not to, and hmm. I've I've. So obviously, I'm nowhere near as far as Mick. But I found that I started off like magic. Oh, magic's the one. I'm going to walk through this game. And I don't know what I've done wrong, unless it's that I don't understand how magic scales in Dark Souls, because I've never used these these magic Mm. builds. Um, But I have now gone back to Sword and Board, and I'm trying Mm. now to use magic. And I feel like I've, by trying to be the the jack of all trades, I've become master of none. Mm. And that's the only thing I really miss my character from the the closed network test. That guy was amazing. I still haven't found the spell that he had with with like a sword that came... Some of those spells were so good in the CNT. Um, I will... Yeah... I will say that the magic in this game is immense. Like, there's so there's much magic. Yeah. I mean, there's so many spells. But yeah. I went... So, for the main... I have played um, a couple of hours on a couple of other classes. Samurai, in particular, yeah. is a fantastic class. See, Samurai well. interested me, but I was worried. And again, this kind of t- tees into another thing Phil said in the live chat. The only FromSoft game he's ever given up and walked away from entirely, Mick, and this will ring very mm. true, was Sekiro. I just yeah. couldn't adapt to the rhythm of the game's parrying mechanic. It required a certain skills that I just don't have. Before I forget, one thing I would say about that is this has got what I would consider a new secondary parry mechanic. Yeah. And I love it. This so has it, got hidden... It's hidden... Yes. Boys, basically. Yes, yeah. Like you, you, you put your sword up, and they attack you. And if you then hit the heavy attack R two on PlayStation, you come back with a different kind of parry. And you, not every enemy, but you'll do either massive damage or you kind of stagger them. You break their poise, mm. and then you can do a visceral or whatever you want to call it, critical attack. And it, it's based on you. It's still based on studying attack patterns. Like you still have a parry with a sort of shield. You still have that. If you're good at that, you're still good at that. But this mm. one allows you to just hold that shield up and go right. This guy hits one, two, three, R two, and you come out with your own parry. And I apps every time you hear the noise of that and do that, it is an absolute rush of. It just it's just great every single time. Um, See, I found that if you could, so that like I said, that uh, that skill I mentioned earlier, that blood rush. Originally, yes. when I first applied it, I could only use that when I went because I had the twin blade, which is a fantastic weapon. Yes, and yes, I, I only, that. I only went. I would only it would only activate the skill if I went two handed. Yeah, but then I found that if you sorry. equip a, if you equip a shield without parry on it, then you can yep. use that skill with your left 
and skill instead of the parry. Yes. So, yeah, I, I am playing without a parry, but I'm normally playing pretty offensively anyway. And I tend to go two-handed with the twin blade more often than not. But mm -hmm. it, it has got so much... I mean, you're starting class. I would say pick whatever you're comfortable with, but you're going to adapt so many things. Like I picked the Confessor because I wanted to try, I wanted the Dragon Incantations. When I started, my plan was, because I'd seen the, ne the network test, I'd seen the previews. I knew that if you got one of those Dragon Hearts, you could go and get a Dragon Incantation. I thought, well, it might be, you know, I might be well into the end game by the time I can face a Dragon. Turns out I wasn't. Turns out that I managed to beat the, yep. the Dragon you know, before I'd even moved out of Limgrave. Um, so I got the incantation. I got that fire breath spell. <laughs> it's fucking so overpowered in the early game that I was really glad I did. But I I mean, the difference between our five and our 50 of your character is going to be immense. So whatever you pick mm. at the beginning, you are going to steer it a certain way. I mean, I put points initially into a bit of dexterity because I wanted to use the twin blade. I wanted to use that big fucking huge baluster crossbow I found. Um, so I put, you know, I put my dexterity up, but then I focused on faith, intelligence, mind, because I wanted to use some of the tougher incantations that I mm -hmm. couldn't use initially. And I got to a, a comfortable point with my, where my twin blade was, I think up to about plus nine and I was wearing some decent armor. And so I was sort of, I wasn't able to tank things, but I could survive even against like the legacy bosses. I could take a hit or two, uh, which is usually all you fucking get with the legacy bosses if you're lucky. And I started just pouring points into the, uh, into the intelligence and faith and mind, which is, uh, and, and arcane, which ups your luck, but you need, you need arcane, higher arcane, which is kind of like, um, it's analogous to like insight in Bloodborne. You need enough to be able to find certain secrets or to be able to, you know, um, to use certain abilities. So I did that. But I, I mean, I would say that if you're, if you prefer to play melee, melee, me melee, <laughs> if melee. you prefer to twat stuff, you can do that. You can, you know, but it, it is, it, there's more to the combat here. Like, there's going to be a lot of people. Um, the detractors, particularly, that are going to go, it was just fucking Dark Souls, isn't it? But an open world. And to an extent, yeah. And to an extent, this is from software. They know how to do this combat now. And and it is it is similar to Dark Souls 3. But like Adam says, there's more in it. Like there's, like I there's think that it's hidden two games. poise. There's... I think it's very much like they've made their own kind of new open worldy Breath of the Wild mm. game, but they've also shoved Dark Souls 4 into it. Um, and I, what I will say like is I, that, I but I prefer the open world parts. Yeah, and I get that. And I do, to be honest. I really liked the traditional feel of the legacy dungeons. I wouldn't have if you couldn't come out of them whenever you wanted. Oh, if you were locked into them, I would have stopped yeah, playing Yeah, I would game. have hated that, yeah. I think. But I do think like this is... So, it's in a different league of open world games. It's in a league of open world games where I would put Breath of the World, and I said it in the review, Breath of the World and Skyrim. And I know you have your issues with Skyrim. You didn't get into it as much as some people did. But I and I, I, I tell you what it is, is you play something like, and even though this was my game of the year last year, goes, goes to Tsushima or, say, Horizon Zero Dawn, because I haven't played Forbidden West yet. They're open world games in a sense that they open up as you play. So they are story driven. You have to follow the story in order to open up the next bit. Then you can go back and forth and travel, but usually you've got to advance the story to get there. Yeah. You get, there's very, very few games. I suppose you could lump Fallout 4 into this category, but it's it this is this is a different thing where you can 
yeah, no, Fallout, Fallout 4 works. Well, Fallout 3 and 4 works. Where you can literally begin the game and then go fucking wherever you want. Like, you could pick a direction and ride in it. And Breath of the Wild did it. Skyrim did it. Fallout 4 does it. And Elden Ring does it. You don't have to follow anybody. And it's there's, and the what makes the difference is the topography in this game is just... It's, it's, the closest thing is Breath of the Wild. The closest thing to it is Breath of the Wild. And the next closest thing is Skyrim. Because I remember, didn't, was it 2011 when Skyrim came out? And I played it on the 360. Something like that. Because the, the PS3 is the one that had backwards dragons and shit. But I had I yeah, played yeah. the 360 version. And I can remember there's a quest in it where you go from, I think, Whiterun, and you have to go to the throat of the world, top of that mm-hmm. mountain. I don't know yeah, if you yeah, remember yeah. that, right? And I remember this. In 2011, you, you got to the top of the throat of the world, and you could turn around and look down at the tiny little city in the distance yeah, yeah. that you just walked from. Yeah. And that was fucking... It was mind-blowing. Everybody went nuts about that particular... I remember reading the reviews, and everyone was like... The draw distance is like it was incredible. Breath of the Wild is similar to that. Like you, you can you can look anywhere in Breath of the Wild, see something, and go, I'm a, "I can find a way to get there. I know I can get to that point, and I could go there now if I wanted to. Like nothing stopping me from just striking out." And Elden mm. Ring does that, oh, yeah. and 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 the draw distance is just. I mean, you can say what you like. There's a few performance issues. Yeah, there's some frame rate drops in certain areas. People have had issues on the PC. I've read with popping. I didn't notice any of that on the PS5. Did have a couple of frame rate issues. I'll be honest. But the draw distance and some of those, like I, I sent Adam um, a picture uh, the other day where it was just like I just wanted to show him the scale of this, and it was just like. <laughs> it was like I'd beaten. It was when I first beaten, I think Godric. So I got past Stormvale Castle, and I thought, well, I've beaten Godric, so I'll, I'll move on to the next area. Got to the next area, got to the edge of this cliff, looked, and just went, fucking hell, because it's just massive. Yeah, and and it's and it's like, and you you really can go you know, there if you can see it. You can go there. If I said to you the thing I discovered that you didn't early on, the 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 big long lift thing. When yeah, you, you go down. That's all I'm going to say because I'm not going to spoil it. I've literally, no. as you're talking about this, going just going to myself. Oh, I forgot about that area. I need to go back down, yeah. back down there because I forgot all about that after going on and on about how big it was to you, and yeah. then you finding how big it was in a completely different direction. Yeah, it's and I noped out of that area. No, I I, 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 I would have because it was too. I was under leveled, but I want. I yeah, knew I could me. use the horse and torrent run around it and all that and. It might still bloody are because there's snipers down there essentially, not not like people with guns. I mean, there are enemies that can snipe you. Tempted to Call um, of Duty for a couple yeah. Of they, they, let's, just, let's just say their aims. It's the closest I've come in this game to going. Hmm, yeah. Okay. It's funny that my back's to you and you managed to hit me from that far away, but I'll give you this because like, oh, I shouldn't man. be here. There's, there's, funny you mentioned that. In the second area, I'm not going to spoil anything. But no. The second area, which we could talk about pre pre release, um, you're on like a, it's like a lake when you're trying to get to the academy. <laughs> you're riding along, and then these giant fucking crawfish will come out of the water, and they're absolutely huge. And when I first encountered them, couldn't couldn't hardly damage them. They got a tough shell. You can't. But you'll be riding past them and you'll wake them up as you go yep. past them on torrent and you won't realise. And then you'll stop to do something, yeah. equip something or check. And a fucking spear of mud will yeah. one-shot you from this thing that yeah. was... And it's half a 
fucking lake away. I, I had that with some with some large birds. Yeah. I thought I'd I de-aggroed them and I was like, right, okay, get the map out a minute. And the next thing I know, I've got two of these giant, like, they're, they're like crows, but also dog crows things. Yeah. And they were just, like, I don't <laughs> know what crows. they are, but they were just like, suddenly there was two or three of them surrounding me. And I was like, oh, well. I'll have to run back here and get them runes back. But yeah. Oh, that's another thing I mentioned just before we move yeah. on. It is, I, like, so a lot of a lot of people have asked about the accessibility, and a lot has been yes. made about you know how. And I think people may be tempted to drop off this during that first legacy dungeon. I think I think that there is a massive spike of difficulty, but at the same time, it does have. It is a lot more accessible. I will say that. Yes, it, it is. is a lot. It is, and it's. I wouldn't say it's easy, but you the the fear of losing your souls and dark souls, yes, or losing your blood echoes in Bloodborne, that's lessened a great deal in Elden Ring. I found, I found that unless I was unless I had enough to actually yes. level up, yep. I my, didn't really give a shit if I lost my changed. yeah. Yep. I didn't care if I lost my runes. It didn't. It didn't yep. matter to me. Like I'd go, oh bollocks! So I had, you know, it's around five or six k, sometimes three k, but any any less than three k well, runes, and I'm like, nah, I'll get. Yeah, well, so like obviously it gets bigger and bigger of as course, you go through the yeah. game. So you know there is, it does come a time when you're carrying around thirty five, forty thousand runes, and that's what you need to level up. Yeah. But even then, because the enemies are dropping three or four yeah. thousand a time mm, so nine. it can't balance it out and you do have i mean it i i could talk forever i really could no, um, I, I know and, and and the thing is we will like the game's not out as we talk we will like chris mm. hasn't played it yet we, i'm sure and i probably should right is that what we're i would saying? say give it a, you may give as well it a go give it a go yeah. give it a go you know See how um, I get on. But let's let, let, let's move then on to let's say we're only this. It's a strange podcast this week. We're only going to really talk about two games. But um, truth truth be told, is it's just kind of like well, if people want us to talk about the other games, we got to go and play them at some point. So um, Chris, I've obviously finished it already. Mick hasn't started it, but I know he wants to. He's just all about Elden Ring and other stuff that we can't talk about. Um, Horizon Forbidden West. You've been tucking in. Yes. To that tasty yes, meal. Horizon Forbidden West. So when we spoke about it last week, um, I hadn't started it um because it wasn't out i don't think um i can't remember they just come every week these days these bloody games um yeah so uh played it this week i reckon probably about 12 15 hours i'd say into it so far which given what i how much i'd get to play that's quite a lot for me in 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 a week these days with uh, a four-year-old but um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, part of it's my fault, right? And, and only you'll be able to know the frame of reference of what I'm talking about here, Adam. But say. like, you know, there's an opening, there's an opening area to this. There's, well, there's there's the very beginning tutorial section, and then there's the the opening sort of area of the game. Yes. Before you actually get into the Forbidden West. Yes. And i probably played the game for about eight hours before i got into the forbidden west and i'm actually not technically in the west part of the forbidden west I even say, now I don't, I don't think what you've said there's that unusual actually no and and, and what i it does what take I have, a while to get going what i have but it's not that to be really clear i don't think this game takes a while to get going i thought I the do, tutorial but... was all right yeah i thought i thought there was enough there 
to to keep me interested. I did just want to get into an open world with loads of little question marks because that's yeah. always what I want to do. But yep. um, I didn't I didn't feel like it dragged um, yeah. that that opening section. Um, but the thing the thing for me is I'm I'm just a sucker for an icon. So yeah. it's literally what you just described, Mick. Is like right, you need to go here. This is this is all you need to do. If you just go here, have a conversation, sort some shit out, and then you'll be fine. And then, you know, go go make an embassy, go and beat some monsters, have an embassy, and move into the west. Two hours or whatever. I'd be like, yeah, I could do that. Or there's a question mark in the opposite direction. That I could just go and have a look at. And then there's an there's another side mission there that is completely optional. And then I go the other one, and another one, and another one. I could climb that tower. I could. And I've, before I know it, I'm like, I'm six hours in. And mm. this main quest is still blinking at me going, you should have just come over here about three hours ago. And I'm like, nah, but they'll wait because, you know, there's this game. Yeah. And I just, I've, I think, I think I can categorically say I did everything in that opening area. You didn't. That I, I could do. Should. And oh, to, right, be, okay. and to okay. be clear, there's a lot of stuff I couldn't do because it goes, you need a, you need a tool that you haven't got to do this. But like, did, you, uh, did you find the cave? Found the cave, yeah. Found multiple you, caves. You went underwater and swam underwater but into a cave. Found multiple caves that I couldn't dive deep enough into. Oh, okay. Um, because it goes, oh, you don't look like you're going to be able to breathe if you keep diving. But yes, yeah. okay, fine. So it just, just basically tells you off for being too me yeah. and says, come back later when you've got this tool and sticks a massive um icon on the map that says you're not qualified to be here. Go away and come back when you've got a new tool, which I thought was quite a nice little thing because it means that when I have got those things, when I unlock them, I can come back and, and investigate. But I mean, I guess the point I'm making is this is a, I say this not having played Elden Ring, which I know is going to say it's going to be poultry in comparison, but it is a, there's a lot here. You know, this is a, game. this is a dense game. And I know there will come a point where I'll have to go stop this now, crack on with the story because you've been playing this for 35 hours and you've progressed into area three or something and you need to crack on but it is i do feel like there's a lot of stuff in this game that's just really interesting yeah um the the side the, the side missions in this game are very interesting yeah i feel like that the there's a lot of characters that you meet that even i've met so far that i kind of care about and want to want to it's not like just faceless NPCs. It's like actual characters that they kind of give a little bit of airtime to to make you care about what you're doing. Um, there's quite a bit of meeting people from the previous game as well mm. yeah. um, in this, which I can only remember certain bits and pieces from because I'm not like you, Adam. I, I didn't replay. Um, you, you did the no, DLC, I only did the Frozen which... Wild. So I mean, yeah. it wasn't like I was spending hours with the the characters it was very much gameplay focused and the frozen yeah. wild stuff so I, I there was a few of them a few i remembered and there yeah, were others a... like in 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 chain scrape there's a few there where they make a big deal about it and i'm like who are you yeah nope, i'm like sorry I, 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 I just pretend that i know you because you you look like remember you're, you're to me. <laughs> yeah um i i will say there was that you might know what i'm talking about you might not i did there was a, there is this section that i've done this side and it's entirely optional mm. um where that the the chain the time you mentioned chain scrape there's this front of bet where there's this arsehole in charge there's a political and, struggle uh, going on yeah there is and there's a purely like optional mission to basically understand what's going on and yes i, I overthrow the arsehole that's in charge basically yes and 
he's responsible for a lot of stuff that's going on in the bad stuff that's been in going on and a lot of the side missions in the first main area yeah and because i'd there was a nice touch in when i actually kind of confronted him after gathering loads of information where because i'd done all these other side quests yeah there was like extra dialogue that said yeah. Yeah, oh and also you've been about. responsible for that thing and that yeah. which it wouldn't have mentioned if i'd not done the side quest so it, i thought yeah. oh, i like stuff like that i like the things you've done yeah it, it yeah. does this thing where you can actually do missions before uh, or side missions before you fully encounter the story giver mm. and yeah. and it, it, it's like really organic two. the way yeah exactly that and, yeah. It, and the way the game re- they they thought of that like they react yeah. organically to um things you have already done they don't just go like oh go and do this and you go okay i finished buttoning through mm. in fact a lot of our jrpgs do this you, you button through it and then it's still activate and you're like okay and then you hand it in again but this this is organically <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. reacting to you and i think that's um I, yeah, I no, really I, do appreciate that. I think that's a really clever little touch. Very small. Yeah, because it makes it feel real. It, it's organic. That's the it, word it, I'd use. And it is just. I I love Horizon. I'm uh, like well, we've talked. We, we you know we've talked a lot about and we'll talk more about Elden yeah. Ring. But I, mm. I mean, there's a question in the chat here from Phil that says, um, Adam, as you've played both games, we know they're both great in their own rights. Do you have an inkling if either will make your game of the year? And if so, which ranks higher? Subject to change. If I had, if you gun to head right now, the game I prefer of those two is Horizon. Um, I didn't think you picked that one, but yeah, no, okay. I, I absolutely but, adore that but, word. I, I, it's, it's really interesting though, because like I have last week when we were talking, like I, you know, I've, I'm going to go and play Horizon in a minute, and Elden Ring's coming next week, right? Yeah. We're a week. Of, in my mind, if you'd asked me which do you think is going to be better, and I haven't played Elden Ring yet, mm. I'd be like, it's going to be Elden Ring every day of the week, like because it's from software. I, I love that. I like Horizon, but and it's going to be great, but Elden Ring's going to smash it. I there's there's a small part of me which i know is going to get overruled in my head where i'm like i don't want to stop playing this i don't want to stop it, playing it, it See, this is why i haven't cause... started it this, yeah. is the, <laughs> yeah. this is why it's on my shelf because yeah i don't want to touch it i mean there's loads of stuff coming we know that there's, we're going so... to be reviewing for weeks but oh, i don't want to touch horizon until mm. so, so one of the I'm reasons done with it no i know can... you're, you're right to, and i would I think one game will... It's, I mean, I feel dreadful for Guerrilla Games because last time they released this brand new IP, this fascinating game, <laughs> and Breath of the Wild came out, and now they've done it four or five years later, they've released a sequel, which is better in every way, bigger, just better, just brilliant game, <laughs> and bloody Elden Ring, and the best ever FromSoft game, uh, possibly. I still think I prefer Bloodborne, but I have feelings for that game. Um I I just I think for me it boils down to how much friction you want in your games. Like I think these are they're quite mm. similar in some ways, but they're two sides of yeah. opposite sides of the coin. Mm. And I I think Horizon's actually got a decent bit of challenge to it as well. Like especially there's some machines that are buggers. Like if you oh, really know what yeah. you're doing. <laughs> but so, uh, I, yeah. I, I feel like this and Pokemon are games again another big open world game. They just offer less friction when you're playing them because they don't really have the Margit or Godric, you know, in, mm. in Elden Ring are the first two big ones that are real barriers that you have to put some some patience and effort into. Oh, there's and, and I don't think Horizon has he's got some there is a boss, one boss in Horizon that nearly I was like, if this weren't in this particular part of the game, I thank God stop. It was it was it's balanced strangely. Um but generally speaking, I feel I'm gravitating towards more sort of frictionless games. Uh, I, mm. I, I'm going back to Elden Ring and I was playing it before this podcast. Um, I, I think they're both... I think they're both 10 out of 10s, but if... I, I think it's going to be... It's like, it's, it's, it's... 
it, like he, it feels says subject to change. I could change my mind if I have yeah, a particularly good session it, with it, Eldon. It really is going to be an interesting end of year. I know we've been mm. saying that, but as the games actually launch, you actually start playing them. I think you suddenly start when you start then trying to compare such such amazing experience horizon's got a bit of a cool factor about it as well like if people are watching the video version of this podcast you know seeing you 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 know you guide that arrow into the weak spot of the machine jumping off of the off of a bridge and shield winging down and like it's got a bit of a cool factor to it and i will Um, say once you get that shield wing and it no i'm not going to say what i was going to say because the game's even (laughs) out a week but i will say that there are levels of freedom in this game that i found myself in, in Elden Ring today, I was up really high and I was like, oh, and in my, it, my brain was like, I'm just going to jump down and hold my shield. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, it's really shit, I'll die. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> if Elden Ring had a glider. Well, this is what I was thinking. <laughs> it's not, like, I, 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 I was thinking this, it's stupid. Like, I was like, I got obviously got, I, I got the, I got the glider not within the... So, it takes a long time to get, by the way. Does I just like, oh, so this this game's dying light, is it? And then I was like, oh, and then someone rocks up who's called Lawan, and I'm like, oh my god, are these? Is it literally the same <laughs> game, just in different? I mean, but no, I the thing about the glider I think is really interesting is like when you're in the minds, you get in the mindset. I didn't realize how easy I'd go back into the Horizon yes, mindset yeah, of you playing that type it. of game because it. You're right. It's it's better than the print but it's very much a horizon game like it's it's the same thing but there's more of it and it's it's just more and it's deeper yeah. and there's yeah. more detail and then i was like you get to a thing and i'm like there's no way i can get there where's the thing i'm supposed to jump onto to get it and I, oh, hang on a minute i can just glide down there of, and it's yeah. dead simple and it's it's like it's a bit of like rewiring it whereas like in dying light you kind of expect that that's what you're going to need to do but yes oh I would, it's i would also add that like some so the combat Again, people will always talk about From Software and their combat. And I don't want this to pick up. I mean, we're talking about two games, and so we are kind of comparing apples and oranges, but also a bit of apples and apples. It's like in Horizon Forbidden West, you can, and there is one, there is an enemy that I, I was like, I can't kill this thing. Like, no matter what I do to it, I can't. It's like it, it's got a very hard shell, let's just say that. And I can't kill this bloody thing, and I have to. It's only for a side quest, but I really want to do it. Um, and it's only when you, you, you go, hang on a minute, I'm not, this isn't Call of Duty. There's no point me just pouring. I mean, you can. You most can, yeah, most yeah. of them you can brute force. Yeah. But this one, I couldn't seem to do it. And I was throwing everything at it. And I was like, do you know what? Let's stop. Study this thing. Go into the menu. Have a look at it. Oh, hang on. That's a really small weak spot. But if I can catch it unawares, I can use my, I forget what they're called now, like your weapon endurance, you know, your charged abilities. Yeah. Your endurance abilities. Not the. Not the one where she like does the little cutscene. The one where it's just a weapon ability. And, oh right, and I, yeah, yeah. And I put yeah. a stamina, weapon stamina. I think it might be. I put one of them right onto it, and it dropped half its health. And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot this. This that's what that's when you really are into like you because you you see some of the enemies and you, you think I'm never playing this on a higher difficulty ever. But then you no, realize I, actually you can take these enemies down if you know what you're doing. Yeah, quick, and sharp. I, I'm getting to the point now because the, I up until pretty much where i'm at now i'm starting to experiment more with some things but i've been playing a lot of this game melee with the bow to shoot things yes. from afar but a lot of it's like okay if you're going to get close i'm just going to power attack you stun you and then yep. critical hit you and then you're dead it doesn't matter right because i'm not facing massive hippos or other massive <laughs> things i'm just doing the little the little mechanical the things great. and <laughs> you get to those bigger beasts and you're like well, for one, I'm not getting close enough to try yeah. and melee you because you're no. like eight times the size of me. So you're just going to flatten me. 
Second of all, if I don't really think about what I'm doing with my bow, it's like I'm just shooting a wall. Yeah. Because so I started using like I hadn't really paid much attention to like the valor and stuff. I'd got some unlocked and equipped because they sounded cool, but in the moment I wasn't really using them because I was like, I'm just I'm just meleeing. It doesn't really matter. Um, I'm probably saying it wrong now as well. But um, it's uh, so I, I so yeah, I'm I'm doing it. I'm at that point now where I'm like. No, let's scan. Let's look for weaknesses. Let's look, do the elemental stuff, and let's think about what what abilities I'm unlocking and stuff. Um, but there's, there's so much to it, and like I just I did my first cauldron, and I was just like, oh my god, I forgot this was in the game, and it's like it's so. Have you found? Um, you mentioned you'd done everything you thought you could do in the first area. Oh, here we go. It's a test. Yeah, go Have ahead. Have you been up very high in brick-based towers and found anything? All six of them. Yeah. You've done them now. Yeah, I did all six of them. I'd done oh, four out of the six. Mate. I did okay. four out of the six before I even found the quest for oh, it. Oh, that's, that's a shame. That's a shame. Fair enough. Oh, I'm really? not going to say any more. Yeah, yeah. You've not done anything wrong. It's just a shame you've done them that early because there's a, there's a, no. I'm not saying anything more than that. Is Neil Cresswell in the in the chat here says technically Horizon looks much better. From games always seem to come with a level of jank people overlook and accept. That's absolutely fair comment. 100 percent fair comment. Visually, but, that game is stunning. It's it's, it's only I, actually watching it when I was as we're putting this podcast out, watching the footage and going, it looks like that. Yeah, it actually looks like that. Yeah, it and is. I, I, it, I mean, I, I in, just before I would I would swoop in and, and defend. <laughs> no, <laughs> Elden no, Ring, Elden, Elden Ring is their best baby. looking game. Elden because Ring is a very I, decent I'm, looking game, but it's and not just not just how it looks, but I do think that in performance wise, for a world that big and that open and that sort of i mean there's you know there's a lot going on in that world i, I will say though mick before you p drop yourself in it almost horizon is a v i mean chris have you oh i'm not saying seen the map, what's better than the other that's but no no I, I but would say in terms of size in like, terms of jank i think from software have done a, a good oh, it's job much better. to reduce it's that. much better but yeah. the, the world I, in horizon I, forbidden west is when you do look at that map of the map yeah like the different areas and where you can unlock mm. and like, like i think it looks gorgeous and i'm in the dirty areas no there's like, an anyway. area of that game that i don't think will oh am i gonna say it yeah i don't think we'll see a better looking game part of a game this year than there's a certain area of that game yeah i i was i just wanted to spend the rest of my days playing that part of the game it was so yeah. so i mean pretty. they joke it they joke it's the sony polish like that takes away stuff from the developer doesn't it but i mean like it, it's it's something you expect in a way well, they, th they the, thank kojima productions sony. in the credits <laughs> isn't it using their engine or something? Isn't it the Decima engine? Is that not? Some, uh, is it, oh, okay. Is it, I forget this. There is. There was some link. Mm. There was some link between them in the first game. But I can't remember what it was. There's something remember, with an I, engine. I mean, you go back five years to how Zero Dawn looked. I mean, that was. was oh, well, that's what I'm saying. I played it recently, yeah. and it looks. Yeah. But mm. this is there's there's. It's not just that. It's when you're playing it in performance mode, that the, there's. I didn't notice a frame. Not one. No, I mean, it was, no. was I've had year, I had one example and... okay. in in the in the fifteen hours or so of that black screen thing. Oh, that's like, still there. I had it once. Okay. I, I mean, that's much myself. much better than it was. <laughs> yeah, but, you um, think it's crashed? You think it's crashed? Yeah, it's like a second. Max. It's well, my yeah, PS5 my... has a tendency to throw itself off the fucking desk. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's they're like micro. Is he is he micro loading or micro saving? I'm not sure. Yeah, which. it's doing but something. It's, it's um it's very odd because it wasn't in the first game. But I will say no. it, it was. It was noticeable in the first stage of the review before it got patched. It was less noticeable after that, and now you're saying 
once in 15 yeah. hours. Um, Phil Tyndall's he's, he's got it. That's what it is. Death Stranding uses Horizon's Decimer engine. Okay. I'm ah. not sure why they're thanking Kojima Productions, but it should be. Um, Just mate. Give think. and take, maybe. Yeah. We've all got to thank our mighty Hideo Kojima. <laughs> oh, don't get him started again. No, I, I, I've not, I haven't. <laughs> I mean, I haven't got it in me. Yeah, I just haven't. I haven't got it in me. There's nothing left. There's nothing left in me. Um, it's been a week, and I think that's probably as good a place as any to to wrap it up for this week. You know, we have got so much coming. You know, we've mentioned that we're playing Gran Turismo Seven. That's all we can say about that for now. Um, there's a lot more coming up. There's a there's lot, shit loads, lot guys. more. There's so, much, so much. Yeah, so much. I'm 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 reviewing some some good stuff, some not so good stuff, but there's a lot coming. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm, don't I'm say not... any names. It's embargoed, so I'm saying nothing else. What, you, what some... you've just done there is your that's your attempt at like a Twitter humble brag. But what you've basically yeah. said is, I'm 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 doing my job. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes that's the job. <laughs> so, sometimes that's yeah. the job. Sometimes no. it's shit. <laughs> sometimes it's like everything, like life. There we go. Positive. But I did Elden Ring. I can't. Yeah. I you know I was thinking about this. You always say that we should get our texts during these the, the review period of a Soulsy type game. And um, yeah, we should crowdfund a book on it. Yeah, I've people, got people have emails. <laughs> I've got emails from Dark Souls Two. I think where oh. we before we were on Telegram and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. When I, I don't think I'd even been at the site for many years. But we've got and it. What was when was Dark Souls Two? Oh, don't don't. That was a long time ago. But yeah, I've got those emails somewhere where it was just because I mean, you know, you you know, you know. Oh yeah, I mean they they they're they're generally variants of fuck this game, I'm never playing it again. Well, you said something earlier, and I didn't know what the heck you were on about, and I was like, I can't even meet Elden Ring. I'll leave him alone. That was explicit. That was only for Mick. Yeah, no, generally variants of fuck this game, I hate this game, I can't do it, I'm not playing this anymore. And then literally with Mick, often I would I would. Because I would be doing something as well. I pick my phone up and see that message first. Then right underneath it, it'll be like five minutes later. Done it. Done yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and I've done that to him this time. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah. You're in the rage and you need to yeah, vote. Yeah. It's yeah. got to go somewhere. Real. It's got to go somewhere or it goes into the wall, essentially. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's um, Elden Ring and Horizon, which we will talk about, I'm sure, as the weeks to come, you know, as other yeah. people start to play them and that. Uh, Chris and Mick, thank you so much for being here this week. Um, we're not doing a listener correspondence. As I say, we just want to talk about these two games, give you a podcast, and then we'll get a rush back to play. Well, I'm going to play some more Elden Ring and some other stuff that I can't talk about mm. yet. Doing my job. Done it now. Um, yeah, it's a busy old, it's a busy old time. Uh, you can go to Patreon.com/slash Geek if you enjoyed this podcast. You get to see it and hear it early and live. And there's code drops, which I know I've been a bit bad on. I'll, I'll get back to that. I just it's been, it's been a week, um, and it's been a year, quite honestly. Um, yeah, go to Twitter.com/slash Geek. We're on Facebook. You can find us pretty much everywhere. Uh, Neil Cresswell says, first time I've managed to catch it live. Cheers all until next week. You can see this live. If you're watching it live right now, thank you very much. It's going to go vanishing now until Monday when it goes live again. But if you're a patron, you can just watch it at your leisure or listen to it. I mean, it's a podcast, ultimately. Never forget. Thank you very much for being here, you two. And we will see everybody else next week or when you choose to listen. Bye-bye for now. Bye.